Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. Welcome to our fireside <laughs> as we journey through the countryside bringing back wealth and prosperity to our land. That's right. Uh, Is that the, the story of Bastion? It, I don't remember. In the face of the calamity. Yeah, the calamity. That's, That's what right. it was. I forgot That's all right. about that. Yeah. <laughs> so I still music. haven't finished it. Yeah. Did I tell you that? I, I, I you told me that. that Maybe this time you will, because it is released today on the Nintendo Switch, and it is $15. <laughs> yep. That's, uh, that's why you're hearing the soundtrack to Bastion right now. That's right. Um, this week, we are talking about Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And the first impressions whatever, of Spider-Man. This, Spider-Man. I mean, this is going to be crazy confusing I over mean, this music. So I'll just fade out the music by that point. Okay, like that, all right. That's, that's no, but seriously, you should check out Bastion. It's a great game. I've, I've started it like five times, uh, never finished it. That's not like a uh, a knock against the game, I don't think. Uh, no, it's definitely not. <laughs> like, so uh, the funny thing is, the first time I started this game was on Xbox, right? Yeah. And uh, and at the time, three sixty. Yeah, three sixty. I was on a very completionist kick, yeah, right? Yeah. And there are these challenge rooms in Bastion, and mm. so I would not move on oh to the next gosh. level until I had hundred percented the challenge all about rooms. Those, yeah. And uh, so then, did whenever you, what it came, did you get for completing them? Um, like new abilities or anything? Yeah, something? and you could like they did, they did a lot of optional things where it's like, oh, you can equip this um, to make like uh, to to buff you in a certain way, but yeah, it also yeah. makes it harder in a certain way. Like there was these certain like oh, okay. balances that you could do to get more uh, XP, more levels. I I don't know. Anyway. Long story short, then it came to Vita, and I was like, "Wait, I'm not going to worry about these challenge rooms." And that's yeah. wherever I like finished it, it was yeah. on, on the handheld. Like I was like, "Who cares about these challenge rooms? Just leave it," you know. Yeah. And uh, that's a far more healthy way for me to, to complete the games, like not be a completionist oh, de- from the get go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, like, I'm the same. I, I can get into to, to, to the same place. Yeah. Like it's not a it's not a good place. No. Um. And like, so what I, my biggest fear always with that kind of stuff is like that there will be missable things that you cannot go mm, back and get mm-hmm. or like achievements that you need to go back like, or yeah. to 100% it, you're going to have to like do that one thing that you, so like the first time I start any game, pretty much I get on the internet. Just look at all the achievements. And, well, like I look at the achievements, but then I look up like some guide mm-hmm. that will tell me usually, uh, I think it's like Xbox it used to be called xbox360achievements.org. I don't know what it is now, but it's like Xbox Achievements. Yeah. And normally they will tell you in the guide... How many missable ones there are? If there's missable yeah. achievements. Um, and, and the other thing that like, always gets me is like the difficulty. Does difficulty affect mm. achievements? You know, Because if I'm going to play it through on hard, I might as well just play it through on hard the first time. So more and more, like as... As because I used to like love the whole like difficulty thing, but more and more I'm like most... Like a lot of games use the whole like oh let's make a harder difficulty and a, a, an extra achievement thing like they like feel like that's that's totally unnecessary except for in specific types of games like for me it's like oh call of duty yeah absolutely put an achievement for the going through this on the hardest level difficulty and uh like halo same way but like some games i feel like you shouldn't ha- like if it's like a narrative kind of a driven game or like i can't imagine 
um, having to play through God of War, like for for instance, on the hardest level of difficulty to get a a the platinum trophy or whatever to like to finish up the uh all of the trophies on that game so like i don't know man like it's more and more i'm like well third person like action games i shouldn't have to play this on the ridiculous difficulty in order to do this like but call of duty i'm like oh totally you have yeah. to play it on the hardest difficulty i mean this is the thing i think like um those types of achievements are for hardcore fans of either the genre or the specific game yeah and you kind of just have to like decide what you are <laughs> yeah. like yeah. uh sure maybe i'm a super hardcore fan of this game you know, like gears of war yeah super, i love those games yeah do i have a need to play through them on the nightmare or whatever it's called difficulty no yeah like i don't want to slog through them right <laughs> i just right. want to have some fun right and they don't unlock it like right off the bat i have to play right. through it again right so it's like no that's fine but call of duty i love like not only i do i love this series but I love first-person shooters. Yeah, those are my jam. The thing, so let's let's do it. Like the hardest level difficulty thing. Like where I, I I'm hung up. I did not get, and I still haven't gotten Titanfall 2's, uh Like I haven't like gotten one K on it. Um, the gamer score or whatever. Um, because of the difficulty. Because I haven't gone back and finished it. Like com- completely finished oh, it on the the hardest level of difficulty. See, and and that's the one. And I, I did the hardest achievement on it. Like yeah. I did the whole uh, the whole like training room. That's where the you one to, I can't get. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I need to try it again. And so, like, literally, I just it's don't so wanna... hard, dude. I know it's ridiculous. Like the sheer amount of time that I spent to to hone that down, like that was some of that level of completionist where I'm like, I'm not moving on until I yeah. get this done. I mean, so so that's another one that little though that I like. You probably could have played on hard from the get go. I did, and it wasn't it wasn't punishing. Some games are punishing. Yeah, some games are just like you know you you end up playing it um, in a way that is. Contrary to the way they designed it, <laughs> like Call of Duty Black Ops Two. Uh, yeah, like Call. Well, yeah, Call of Duty Black Ops Two. Um, even like the Halo games. Like, yeah, you know, most of the time it's like find a sniper rifle and just snipe everybody in the next or fi- area. find a friend and just do the whole like yeah. uh, you know leapfrog situation. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so you hover here in this hallway while I run forward, uh, and then then we switch places. But like sometimes I feel like I, I like I enjoy that. I'm like I want to break yeah. this game. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. You know. Whatever. It's funny, like, but like for me, that that holdup that I had, like, I really wanted to experience Titanfall two, and I was like, oh, this is the way that they intended and had this game designed to be. Because like sometimes I'll yeah. play something on the hardest difficulty, thinking, oh, I can always crank it down later, and I, I'm like, well, I, I'm getting through it okay, but I don't feel like this is the like balance that the developer yeah. intended. Or if Where you're it's not like, having oh, fun, you know, just don't like low, like why, right. you know, lower it, right. I mean, because it's like that. If, if it's about like with Titanfall two, it's like half of that game is like feeling powerful, like feeling like I'm I'm leveling up. I'm like able to move around all these enemies and like just completely own yeah. all of the AI because like that's the story of this world. Um, and so like that's what I wanted. That's I was like oh, that's one of the experience I wanted the first time around. And it's just now I just don't want to like put in the what like six hours it's going to take to finish that campaign on uh, on the hardest level of difficulty or whatever. So good. I would play that's through a really that again. Good campaign. It's a really. Good, I feel like one day I will definitely yeah. go back and, and complete that. I, I honestly like you know if I had if I wasn't playing other games right now that that's a, that'd be a fun campaign to go back through. If you haven't played Titanfall two. Play Titanfall 2, Play please. the campaign. It's, I think it's... Is it in Game Pass? Um, in Game Pass. That's a good question. I don't remember. I don't know for sure, I but I think sure it is. Either. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in Game Pass. Speaking of, I'm going to be getting Game Pass this week. Yes. Uh, because... Uh, or I guess maybe not this week. Next week. 
When is Forza Horizon 4 out? Oh, it's the 2nd. That's yeah, what we determined. October 2nd. October 2nd. So by October 2nd, I will have Game Pass again, and uh, and that'll be glorious. The uh, If you haven't played Forza Horizon 4 or any of the Forza Horizon series, the Forza Horizon 4 demo is actually out on the, uh, the Xbox Live uh, free demo. It's like usually their demos, like that's how I got sucked into this game, right? Uh, this franchise was Forza Horizon 2. And it released, they released the demo for Forza Horizon 2 the same week as uh, Ubisoft released mm-hmm. um, The Crew. The Crew, the, the demo for The Crew. And I downloaded both, and I was like, one of these games is head and shoulders <laughs> above the other. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, in every way. If our listeners remember back, we were real into The Crew. Like, we were like super hot on The Crew until Game- we played it. Give me an RPG like like <sighs> RPG like mechanics inside of a car game. Like sounds, that sounds, sounds amazing. Awesome. But no, it was not. No, it wasn't. Not wasn't compared a good to Forza. Forza is just like so much better than everything else. <sighs> Dude, the Forza. Yeah, like, Forza Horizon Four is coming out soon. Super pumped mm. about that. The demo is out now. Yes. So uh, if you want to play that, go download the demo. <laughs> um, I need to do that. I haven't done it yet. I want to do that. To probably I'll do, download it tonight when I get home. I downloaded the demo tonight and or last night and uh, haven't haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. Uh, but Fultron um, has yeah. mentioned he was like he's like yeah he's like I downloaded the uh, the uh, the thing he's like play the first race get to like where they open up the world and now I just spend the next four hours in photo mode. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's like you're like driving around taking awesome like pictures of your, your vehicle. That's amazing. So, yeah. So you may remember we were going to review The Predator this week. Really? We were? <laughs> we were. We talked I'm, about it. We've been I talking know, about it for a while, No, we totally actually. talked about it, Chris. We've been teasing it for a while because we kept being like, what's the next movie? I'm trying to like, Predator. Trying to like revisionist history this thing September. and like make people forget. I even had a ticket that I did not use tonight. <laughs> yeah. For the predator, yeah. Um, but you know, crazy things happen, and uh, <laughs> lots of crazy. Like, <laughs> lo- life just jumps in the way, like Superman in front of a speeding train. Yeah, and uh, wrecks the whole thing. The predator, though, like, what are the reviews like on it right now? Like, I mean, what's the I, so after I did, we decide not to go. I don't. I usually I don't look at reviews if I'm yeah. going to review it. Of course not. But like <laughs> now that I'm like probably not going to review it, I'll see I'll see it, but probably not going to review it. Um, yeah, they're like thirty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Oh, I think IGN gave it a 6.5, which is a little jeez. better than 38%. Okay. Yeah. You know, people get crazy. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, I mean, this is the... Okay, so, so people... Is, you're, is, yes, you're right, Chris. Is, people get crazy with the, the, like, the, like, uber lows of the scale and uber highs of the scale. Like, yeah. I feel like that's where it is. Like, the middle of the scale is very rarely, like, explored very much. <laughs> Um, it's ever it's it's like I'm either like thumbs up or thumbs down. It's like I don't you know yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean well, that's what Netflix has moved to is yeah. a thumbs up and thumbs down, um, which is hard sometimes. Like well, what if I kind of liked it? Yeah, what if, <laughs> what if it's kind of like not like it's not a thumbs just, up thumbs down. It's kind of like flat hands that like rocks back and forth. Like yeah, a, they need at least three. <laughs> um, like no opinion. Ah, that was. <laughs> eh. um, oh man. Yeah. So. In preparation for just, the review, hang on. Rewind. I would just like to see the the recommendations they give you based on that. Here's some movies you'll love. Here's some movies we think you'll probably be mediocre on. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they just won't show you those. They don't. I mean, they don't show you movies we know you'll hate. <laughs> category, which would probably be pretty cool. I'm like, ah, I want to see what that stuff. And like, yeah. just for like, if you want, you're just like super. You're into. 
torturing yourself. You just watch through all of them. Yeah, like I feel like that statistic exists. Like it's got to be just hidden somewhere oh, in their database. Yeah, they have it. They, like, know, they, what, know, they what know what I movies like. not to show you. Mm-hmm. Or the, do they? Mm. <laughs> do you trust That's a good them? question. Sometimes those recommendations are pretty, pretty sketchy. <laughs> well, see, I think it, I, uh, it depends on, so um, not that Didi was uh, rating movies oh but just watching but watching and, yeah. the, and even like when <laughs> it's funny uh when uh mom and dad come over to the house oh. and they like watch netflix okay. and i'm like why is it telling me to watch like the rest yeah. of andy griffith's show oh okay did, like, I talk, <laughs> did i talk about it on the podcast when my xbox 360 got stolen way back in the day like before before we did the podcast i mean i'm sure we've talked about i it, had yes. i had uh somebody broke into my house like way back before we got married like this was years and years this ago is, yeah right anyway, after college right after college they stole stole my xbox but then like months later i realized that my netflix account like there were things that were popping up as recommendations in there that it was like it was like adam sandler movies Those and i'm jerks. like adam Adam Sandler movies. What? What is this? Like, what? Catherine, did you watch? No. Oh, mm. And then, like, I went back into the history of like my view history, and there was like all these things that we had not watched. And I was like, where? How does this? How is this possible? And uh, it, yeah, the only way that that would be possible is if they just log in because it had auto login set up on my uh, 360 that was stolen. And uh, so they were just using my Netflix for a few weeks there. Yeah. Uh, that's a jerk move. <laughs> Not only did they steal your stuff, <laughs> then they're using your Netflix account. Yeah, ruining and, all of my my yeah. recommendations. I mean, if you really want to be like a jerk, you just go in and like and do what we just said. Unlike a lot of things that you'd already liked, <laughs> yeah, like look at what you've already rated, yeah, and just switch it to the opposite. <laughs> See, I feel like that's going to mess me up more than it messes the people who no, are like... Saying. No, what? I'm not telling you to do that. I'm telling <laughs> oh, them to do that. Oh, I see what you're doing. Oh, you know I, I mean? see. Oh, man, that would be really bad. Oh, yeah, that'd be the worst. Yeah. Um, I've spent years curating those likes and dislikes. Um, okay, so I, I've, I've tried to say something like three times. I don't remember what I, what it was at this point. Mm, uh. Oh, in preparation for <laughs> The Predator. Okay. I rewatched the original Predator. Okay. Um... You know, and so like the fact that this movie is bad, or like, or this is getting low ratings, like, doesn't surprise me in terms of like the franchise. It's never like, I mean, it's not like these were ever critically acclaimed <laughs> movies. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're like meathead bro like action movies. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I I, I feel like I'm gonna enjoy it. That's... Like just because the rating doesn't deter me. I guess is what I'm saying from seeing this movie. I mean, I mean, the ratings on some things wouldn't deter me anyway. Like, and that's the, like, you just gotta have your expectations set. Yeah. And so if your expectations are set, like, super low in this thing, you're like, I'm okay, like, you know, watching something that yeah. is gonna be pretty, pretty awful for And I don't know that it whatever. will be really, because like, you know, like, other, you know, places like IGN are giving it 6.5, and it's also yeah. Shane Black. I like Shane Black a lot. So it's like, you know, I still really want to see this movie. Preserving the 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 you're like you're not making up your mind yet. I like it, Chris. You're staying open minded about oh, yeah. this movie. I'm not going in with super high expectations. <laughs> it could be a ten out of ten, Chris. It could be. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, San Andreas is a ten out of ten. I mean, and lots of people didn't like that. Yeah, <laughs> I still haven't seen it, man. Dude, mm, you need to see it. Mm. 
there's okay so there's there's as everyone has like massive gaps in their like in their like movie going or their nerddom or whatever there's massive thing things that you love the movies that you are like this is like, like favorite all movie of on. all time yeah have you um, still seen not seen mad max i haven't seen mad max <laughs> that's the biggest that's the biggest <laughs> most recent one um and then uh also i'm thinking of uh of uh, the robot fighting movie you haven't seen real nope. steel nope haven't seen real steel sean um, but these are all movies that you've seen and like that I just have not. Like I just oh have like gosh. these are these are things that I'm surprised that we can have conversations with each other, you know, and relate to each other in any way. <laughs> real steel. You would love real steel. I'm not I even know. kidding. No, no, I know. One hundred percent like forget all I, the rest of them. Because I love I love all of the things in that movie, man. Yes. Like it literally like the cast, love them. Yeah. The idea, love it. Yeah. The music, I love it. Yeah. Anyway. You, you would love that movie. Yeah. It'd be one of your favorite movies. Yeah. Um Speaking of, uh, we talked about Netflix. Like, there's a couple of things coming out to Netflix that I I have been like, oh man, that looks cool. Dragon Prince is supposed to like that looks pretty cool, and uh, that's supposed to be that's an interesting one for for this podcast because the the people who are doing the movie they're also doing video game a video game based on the same franchise that'll come out eventually. Is this a Netflix? It's a Netflix original. Original. And it's a DreamWorks, and so it's the same DreamWorks, the same. Uh, publishing, I guess, or whatever we would call it, like as as like Vol- Voltron. Um, oh, uh, well, yeah, just production. Yeah, house. just production, production yeah. house company, whatever. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, so like uh, that that's coming out, I think, very soon, like in the next week or so. So and that's then cool. The new season of Voltron is out, and it's pretty great as well. So nice. I've been watching that. That's awesome. There's some other. There's another a uh, an animated one that they they pitched at me. You know how like you look. Lo- Log in, pull it up, and it goes. Yeah. Hey, here's a trailer that you haven't seen, and who knows if you're gonna like it. You know, this is this is like the recommendations, but it's always a <laughs> Netflix original. Yeah. Um, and uh, this one actually looked really good. It was the it was basically this this AI like robot story of this teenage girl who like becomes friends with a robot because, yeah. Anyway, it looks looks really good. I'm I'm double checking just to make sure, but um pretty sure there's still a bunch of batman movies on sale right now Ooh. on uh, a lot of digital platforms Ooh. um xbox had a ton on sale um let me see here batman animated or batman, batman like yeah we're no, talking like yeah, batman, sorry. batman batman anime yeah so like on uh, like is, batman the movie this batman. is on itunes but they have batman mask of the phantasm oh, batman dude. under the red hood cool batman under the red hood is Mr. really Freeze, good sub-zero mm. superman batman apocalypse that one's Justice really good League, too doom batman year one mm, that one's good superman batman public enemies uh the green lantern first flight justice league crisis on two earths green lantern in real night superman doomsday batman gotham knight batman mystery of the batwoman Justice League New Frontier, All-Star Superman, The Batman vs. Dracula, uh, Superman Brainiac Attacks. I've seen like 30% of these. Yeah, they're and, all on, on sale for like five bucks. And the 30% of them that I've seen are really good. Yeah. Um, DC, like Warner Brothers Animation, like stuff with, with a, like they did a really good job with those uh, those. Especially like I, So I hadn't seen, I haven't seen um, Batman Year One, the animated version yet, mm-hmm. so I, I bought that. Um, so I want to watch through that, um, but uh, a couple of the other ones, but like, yeah, for like five bucks, come on. Yeah. It's so good. That's awesome. So anyway, check that out. Yeah. That's great. That's, that's a free, free tidbit before we get to the news. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> we haven't even talked about what we've been up to this week and we're like 19 minutes into it's this. It's fine. Thing, I haven't been up to much other than what we're going to talk about later. Yeah. So. Me, ne- me neither. So it's time for the news. The news, Chris. So there's there's two two. 
categories okay. of things that we have. Um, one of them is the Nintendo Direct from, from today. And there was okay. a lot of stuff in it that was actually like... Because normally it's like, oh, let's just run down the list of things that happened, right? Yeah. Or the things that they've, they've announced. Yeah. But this was like... It felt like almost an E3-esque style thing. So that's crazy. Going on there. So here, this is the question I asked before all these Nintendo things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are, is any of this stuff I have heard of? <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's talk about that then. City Skylines Ooh. is available for your Nintendo Switch now. That's uh, that's uh, that's trouble. <laughs> that's not good. It looks really good. Like I think. Well, um, yeah, it looks really good. It's a great game. <laughs> it's gonna suck me in on the go. You're telling me I can take my obsession on the go? <laughs> it's like giving. Hey, you can make drugs anytime <laughs> by uh, putting this in your pocket. Also coming to the Nintendo <laughs> Switch in the same vein as that is uh, Sid Meier's Civilization VI has been announced yeah. for the Nintendo Switch. Okay. I mean, so. I'm not like I haven't ever like I'm sure I would love it. Yeah, so I'm just staying away from it. <laughs> as much as you can stay away from these uh, these kind of well, god games, I yeah. guess you would call them like you know city yeah, sim, city planning sim, sim, sim god games. There it is. I feel like I feel like that's like your weakness. It is my weakness. Back in the day, like, what was the first one you remember playing? Like, the first, like, sim like that you remember playing? I mean, playing. probably SimCity 2000 or something like SimCity that. SimCity 2000, so, yeah. Like, you know, because if that was the one, it, there could have been a SimCity before that that I that we played, but I, I don't like remember. I feel like there was one. I feel like there was a, right around the same time was, as SimCity 2000 came out, we had, like, SimCity 98 or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Because there was one that was very pixelated and very, yeah. like, you could, you like, you could, if you really try, you stretched your imagination, you could imagine, like, oh, here's the residential area and here's the, but, like, it didn't look super great. I but mean, then I, whenever Godzilla came out of oh, the yeah, water. Oh, yeah, the best. It's amazing. And I can't remember if that was randomized or if you would, like, cause that. I think there were different modes. Like, so there's a mode where, like, oh, the, the, there's no... Like, you don't have to make everyone happy. Like, you don't have to keep this thing up. You can make just a massive city full of uh, industrial zone things, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you could also, at that point, send in the... <laughs> you'd be like, oh, by the way, I just want to erase what I've done. Let's just send in the Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think there were other modes in there where you would just... It yeah, would just happen I, randomly. And I remember, like... Yeah, I remember it happening randomly. And, like, you'd go to a part of town and be like, oh, man, Godzilla's over here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just tromping around. But I thought I also remembered, like, sending in, like, eight Godzillas at yeah. once. Oh, yeah, totally crazy. could do that. Totally could do that that yeah it's uh yeah anyway SimCity 2000 was the one with the giant robot like it mm. was uh it looked similar to uh <laughs> the uh what is it omnidroid or whatever from uh from incredibles is that what it's called i think that's what it's called oh the you know the syndromes syndrome syndromes thing? robot or like whatever. the one that's like yeah round and <laughs> yeah and just like smashes things yeah like, it looked a lot like that that's what the, the SimCity 2000 had that yeah i robot. barely remember that um anyway but that's that's Two li- like Sims God games coming to the Nintendo Switch. That's pretty awesome. So that's pretty great. Um, they have announced the new Super Mario Brothers U. So which is this is like the, the new Super Mario Brothers game that came to the Nintendo uh, Wii U, and they've announced that hey, there's a remaster of that coming to the Nintendo Switch. So like that's just and it's called U. Yeah, it's like it's so weird because they they retained the name. It, was it called Super Mario Brothers Wii U? Yeah, it was called Super Mario Brothers. Stop U, you know? naming games Dude, with the so, name of your console. It, like yeah, anyway. I kind of hate the fact that we're having to call Spider Man Spider Man PS4 because there's a Spider Man movie. Uh, and also because there's Spider Man from back in the PS2 days or whatever. Because there's Spider Man 2 is on PS2. Like that was the be- best uh, Spider Man game up 
until this one came yeah, out. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's kind of like the way we call you know Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider two thousand four or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, Doom. Uh, what was it? Two thousand sixteen. Yeah. It's just like, come on, stop it. I don't know. Like I don't know what Name else your to game do. Is right. Like I don't know what else to do. Like do well, you, it's, it's, well like, that's why they have like that's why Doom, Doom colon something else. Yeah, that's why it's like Doom Eternal or whatever. Okay. Tomb Raider, right? You know. Yeah. It was. It was just Tomb Raider. <laughs> Just stop it. That's right. Be better. Um, <laughs> name your games better things. <laughs> Be more original. Anyway, the uh, that is coming. So like we haven't had to this point a Mario 2D platformer on the on the yeah, console. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I'm super pumped um, for that. So like that's that's what this is. This that's the gap that this is filling in their catalog. So it's coming out. Um, let me see if they, if they. I think it's funny like that. You know, you can basically bring all these games from the Wii U over to Switch because yeah. no one played them. No one played it. Like you look at the numbers I on the Wii it. U, and it's like the worst selling Nintendo console basically ever. And it's like, what? It's crazy. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's coming over in 2019, so next year sometime. Um, another 2019 game we got more details about, or a did they new trailer do release for. dates or no? Um, on that one, I think they just said. I think they just said 2019. <laughs> Let me see if they say beginning of the year because they usually say like beginning of the yeah. year. You know, a lot of times, like with Nintendo, it's hard to tell because like Yoshi has been announced for two years now. Yeah, yeah, and it's coming out in 2019, like early 2019 is what they say on that one. I would um, love. I mean, I honestly love the 2D uh, Mario now. Like, I'd love to just be able to play that. They do have a date, January 11th nice. for this game. So, uh, so early January. That's wild. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, the early January game, uh, the Yoshi that. game, uh, which is now confirmed to be called Yoshi's Crafted World. Okay, which he's yarn Yoshi again, but he's tromping around all these like cardboard box, kind of like the uh, oh, what do you call them? Like the the shadow box kind of uh, vibe to mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's cut out, that sort of thing. So they have, there's new trailer for that, um, and it is in the very very specific quote unquote spring 2019. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll see if that actually hits before E3. Um, so, Animal Crossing's for uh, Nintendo Switch. They announced a new one of those. But the l- bigger one was Luigi's Mansion 3. Nice. It's coming to the Nintendo Switch. That's awesome. Um, They're trying I- to prove Luigi's not dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're like, what can we do to prove Luigi's not dead? Announce another one. <laughs> <laughs> and they are you know, like... Calling up the development company, be like, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta spin up a Luigi's Mansion now." Yeah, um, but that is expected to release in 2019 as well, so cool. probably late 2019, yeah, I would yeah. imagine. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can love- see that as like a holiday gamer. Although, like, well, I can see it maybe Phil. I, I don't remember when um, Super Mario Odyssey came out last that was year. Like October. Yeah, so I can see it like filling that void. Yeah, I agree with like that. that. Like in. That, that franchise, like, I, I really enjoyed, um, like, well, I never finished the first one because I yeah. never owned a, uh, like, I have only played it at Jared, Jay Pinion's, his yeah. house, like, back whenever we were growing up, played uh, the GameCube um, version of the Luigi's Mansion or whatever, and then played the 3DS Luigi's Mansion 2 mm-hmm. New Moon or whatever. Um, and Which it was, you like that it was a lot. really good. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Um, really fun game. I... I'm excited to play this game on the Nintendo Switch. Something that's full resolution, though, because both of those games is like, oh man, some of those like kind of janky looking polygons on yeah. those screens. Um, other news as far as those like remastered games, Final Fantasy. There's a lot of Final Fantasy games that are coming to the Nintendo Switch. Remasters. Uh, so there's some remasters, and there's some that are just kind of like remakes. Like there's one that's like a remake here. So let me list these out. Final Fantasies seven, nine, and ten will be HD remasters, and uh, let me see. 
World of Final Fantasy is coming there. Final Fantasy Zodiac Age. Those not already exist as like remasters on other platforms. A couple of them do, but like the uh, the seven, nine, and ten. I think those are only on PlayStation. I think those are on the back. Like if you whatever it's called, they're they're. Uh, well, they don't have a version of like a virtual console. You'd have to like. It was on the on the PS3 and Vita. I think you can get some of those. Okay. Like as like oh they're in their original form, so they're not necessarily even ports, basically. Yeah, not even necessarily remastered yeah. as it is. Yeah. Um. So those are coming. Uh. If you're into Final Fantasy and uh, let me see, what was the last thing? Ah, NES style controllers. Uh, officially licensed NES style controllers will be uh released in. I think it'll coincide with the uh yeah. September 18th, coinciding with the release of the online service. So that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, they look really awesome. Like they're wireless, like completely wireless. Can you pre-order Little, them now. You can pre-order. That's whenever their pre-orders open is September 18th. So the they're not released. Open on September? They're not released that day. Pre-orders open that okay. day. So yeah, probably released. Let me look and see if there are released days there. They don't have the release day out yet. You would assume awesome. with that month. Original NES. Yeah, they look, uh, and you can get like a fam- Famicom, like so you can get the uh, the red ones, like that look like the the Japan version or the yeah. uh, Europe version, or you can get the um, standard like uh, American version of the console. Like it's nice. just these little square uh, or rectangular cool things. It's That's very awesome. Cool. Yeah, I'll probably grab a couple of those. I mean, especially for like whenever they release the uh, Nintendo Online, they're gonna have all of those uh, the the twenty different games of uh, from the NES, and so like having a controller with a real d-pad that yeah. works that way is like i would love that That'd yeah definitely like well and like what's man i don't know i i'm still skeptical of this like just to see how it works with yeah. the fact that they're going to rotate games on and off like that kind of still freaks me out they've somewhat but, backed off of the rotation thing um where it's like oh here's 20 available at launch and then we're going to release three new ones uh every month until the end of the year or something like that so they're like there's gonna be like nine additional new games and you know uh three in october three in november three in december i'm not sure they haven't really like clarified whether that means that they're gonna introduce three new ones and then three of the the other ones will rotate off or if that's like just oh this is now we're gonna have 29 games by the end of uh the year so i I can't imagine that they would be able to to maintain like the whole like oh we're gonna rotate these off that's what they talked about i think they could maintain it i don't know that, that like you know whenever you look at something like game pass mm-hmm. where we're just continually adding games i don't know that uh i mean it's nintendo so obviously like you can't get these games anywhere else it's not like sure they can kind of do what they want well but, you can get them in illegal way sure but <laughs> i mean you have to like basically jailbreak your console at that point yeah yeah but well, you yeah. know what i mean like i don't yeah. know I, I i hope that they they don't like eventually we could end up with like a hundred Nintendo games on this service. That'd be awesome. That'd be amazing. Like, and that's the thing, like you said, like they kind of hold the keys to the kingdom here where it's like you, we will accept whatever you give us from these games. And however you like with virtual console back in the day where it's like, they would release like two games a week uh, to a virtual console and you bought them $5 a piece or whatever. And so it was like at the time it was like, well, you release whatever you release and we will uh, consume them how, you know, however you choose to give them to us, and yeah. so like that's kind of where I'm at with this. Is like I'm I'm in on the twenty dollars a year uh, Nintendo online service, which again launches September eighteenth, and uh, there's a week, there's a seven day free trial that's or close. something like that. Yeah, it's very soon, uh, like next week. How much is it once you like well, their trial ends? So twenty dollars a year. And that's not bad. No, not bad at all. Um, they, they do have a monthly price, and they have like, and it's it's 
let me let me give you the breakdown here. It's kind of funny. It's like a no brainer to do the year, um, basically. Was yearly come out to like twenty or twelve bucks? Uh, <laughs> no, it's like it's like a dollar fifty. It's a, it's uh, really a month. yeah, it's not bad at all. Um, let me see. So the pricing: one month membership. So if you do monthly, is uh, four dollars. So three ninety nine. A uh, three-month membership is seven ninety-nine, and a 12-month membership is nineteen ninety-nine. So yeah, so like a year long, you're paying a dollar sixty-seven per month for this yeah. thing. So don't do the monthly. No. <laughs> don't pay by the month for this four service. Something? Yeah, it's four dollars. Like it's like four times as much. I know it's so stupid. Don't do it. Like again, they make it a, like a complete no brainer to do the year, um, and uh, and you get twenty games. So those games are soccer, tennis, Donkey Kong, Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, Balloon Fight, Ice Climbers, Doctor Mario, Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers Three, Double Dragon, uh, River City Ransom, Ghosts and Goblins, uh, Tecmo Bowl, Gradius, Pro Wrestling, Excite Bike, Yoshi. Ice hockey and baseball at launch. Again, they're going to release three new, uh, three additional games to that service every month up until the end of the year. So well, maybe a party pooper, but none of those games super intrigued me. It's basically like half of what was on the NES Classic, which is uh, which is fascinating to me. And none of the big ones are on there. On I mean, list. Well, they got Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers okay, Three. Cool, yeah, yeah. Balloon Fight is a fun one. Some of them will have online, like the the big thing that they're touting is like, oh, you can play these games competitively online, or like with the Mario Brothers games, you can like if you and I are playing, like you know how if we were on a couch co-op, yeah, you'd play as Mario, then I play as Luigi. Like yeah. it's it's not a simultaneous thing, but it's like pass the controller almost. Yeah, um, you can kind of pass the controller, quote unquote, over the internet if you would like. I don't know how many people would want to do that. I personally would not be into that, mm. but you can do it if you so choose. Um, the last thing that I wanted to mention with this was the most exciting news that came out of this, and that was that uh, Game Freak, the developer behind Pokemon, has announced a new game, new IP, um, coming to Nintendo Switch in 2019. It is called Town, which is a working title currently. Um, and so it's a, a turn-based RPG, a new turn-based RPG from, again, from the makers of Pokemon, which is very exciting to me. Um, every game that Game Freak has come out with so far that I've, like, there was the horse racing game on uh, that they came out with on the, the uh, 3DS. Did you play that one? No. Oh, man, it was, it was uh, what was it called? I can't remember what it was called. Anyways, there was a horse racing game they came out with. <laughs> and, uh, like, every game they've come out with, like, so just a weird idea is uh, is really good. It's, like, really good and addicting at what it does. So, like, for them to be like, oh, in addition to the Pokemon RPG series that we're going to have, we're going to come out with a new RPG series. Um, and every, it, Apparently, the entire story takes place in a town, and a bunch of monsters start attacking it. And so you are a villager, and you have to summon all these villagers and amass a team of different villagers with different, te- like, uh, abilities to go fight these monsters that are attacking your town. So, I like that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. The art style is very cool. Looks looks really nice on the, uh, the Nintendo Switch there. So um, this was the one that I was like, holy crap, this is exciting because Game Freak. It's awesome. Um, but that's the Nintendo Switch news. Nice. The other category of news that we have is an Xbox thing. Oh, yeah. So uh, Amazon uh, Alexa now works with your Xbox. It's in... In, in the uh, Xbox preview program right now for everyone in that, uh, so it hasn't rolled out to everyone yet, but it's not only Alexa, but um, some of your other smart devices, iOS, I think they said Android. Um, Cortana? Cor- well, yeah, Cortana, of course, uh, works <laughs> if, with... If you have, like, what, a Windows phone or, like... A, yeah, like... I don't know what devices Cortana is actually on besides <laughs> I don't Xbox. don't either. <laughs> but maybe... 
Maybe they they don't make Windows phones anymore. That's not a thing. They stopped making Windows phones. <laughs> right, that's right. I forgot. So um, yeah, who knows? Uh, e- either way, like the majority of people, I feel like will uh, do this on Amazon Alexa. Yeah, I don't think it works with Google Home yet, and I don't don't remember seeing uh, HomePod, Apple's version of uh, the smart device, on the list either. I don't know if I can like I can't imagine it like. Apple being like, yeah, cool, Microsoft. We're gonna like integrate your de- your device here. Well, they're not integrating it, like, because I mean, even with Alexa, it's not being integrated with it. I mean, it's to to create an uh, Amazon Alexa skill, like you could, we, we could make one. That's true. Yeah, you know, yeah. we didn't submit it. It's you an just, open open it's, source kind of API. Open, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. open API. You can just make whatever skills, and obviously, like you have to um, submit it. But as long as you're not doing things that are um, <laughs> that are you know, you're not hacking your neighbor's Wi-Fi or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. So, um, yeah. Uh, it honestly, it kind of surprises me that it took them this long to do something like this. Yeah, because, I mean, they did away with the connect in the box. Because, yeah. like, they, they integrated that right off the bat. Like, whenever the Xbox One originally launched, it was, like, baked in where it's, like, you could almost not access some menus without using the voice Oh, commands. yeah, definitely. Um, well, even right now, they're still kind of buried. Yeah. Um, yeah, and voice kind of died with you know the discontinuation of Connect, and I mean it was kind of dying before that because they weren't putting it in the box anymore anyway. Yep. They did you know make some adjustments where like hey you can uh, have voice commands come through your headset, yeah. but like then again you still have to have your headset on. Like I'm not gonna put on my headset just turn on my Xbox. Right, you know? and your controller has to be on at that point yeah, too. So and it's like, like so if I'm watching point. like. Um, the things that I always use it for is like, especially like now, whenever I'm like holding Desmond or something like feeding him, it's like, oh, both my hands are taken up while I'm watching Netflix or something. Yeah. And so I'll just tell it to pause. I'll tell it to rewind, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, and so like, but if the, contr- the controller is off or yeah. is like, I don't have a headset on while I'm doing this, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like, um, I mean, I never thought I would I would like talking to a device this much, but you know, I, I like to turn it on. It turns on my TV, mm-hmm. my sound system, like That's everything. Right. Turn it off. Yeah. Um, change the channels. Like, so like, hey, I watch ESPN, and it will change my my um, direct TV channel. Um, you can go to Netflix and watch whatever on Netflix. Um, the only thing I like that I used to use a lot that I don't anymore because they basically create a better version, like way to do it, is the uh, Xbox Record or Hey Cortana Record that. That's right. Um, because like. Uh, now it's just a double tap X or instead of yelling in everyone's tap. ears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's on headset with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Occasionally like screaming Xbox record. Occasionally I'll still forget the actual <laughs> command. Like, yeah. and I'll, I'll be like, Oh no. And so like, I'll just mute my microphone and then say it or, yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, like, and so this is fascinating to me because like I, I didn't pick up an adapter. Like I, I still have my launch, my day one Xbox one. Right. Yeah. And I was worried, like, whenever I end up upgrading to an Xbox One X or or, or whatever, end up is up coming down down the pike later. It's like whenever I upgrade to that, am I going to be able to use my Connect with it? And because like I don't have the adapter, yeah. And the adapter is basically unavailable right now, um, unless you buy it on eBay for like a ridiculous price. And I think the last time I looked, it was like a hundred bucks or something like that mm-hmm. on eBay. Cause like I missed it the day that they were like, we're going to release more and you should grab them. Like, you know, at that point they released the more and I completely missed it. Yeah. And, uh, and 
so I don't have that that adapter. And I'm like, well, how am I going to com- like control my Xbox with my voice now? But we have Alexa in the house, and so like this this makes so much sense. Like yeah. whenever it ends up launching with with Alexa, I feel like Alexa listens to me better than than the Xbox Connect does. Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, and honestly, like that's what it's made for. Like you know, Connect was a very like uh, complicated device, and it was meant to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like voice commands was probably like honestly one of the lowest like things that it was trying to do like because you know it's tracking you it's it's like it has you know like what, what was it like four different cameras in it yeah to be able to track depth and I mean, it's height like, and it's, like it, speed and all this kind of stuff rate does your heart rate like yeah with infrared through your it's i like, mean that stuff's awesome but it was like you know no one really utilized it and yeah. like the voice commands were the the lowest uh, on the the list of features, mm-hmm. but that ended, I think probably, I mean, at least it was for me being the thing that people use the most. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, you don't need this huge device sitting there just to do voice commands. No. Um, I, like I, I am interested to see how, <clears throat> how much lag there is mm. between whenever you tell Alexa something and your Xbox actually responding. Yeah, that is because, interesting. And I, and like, cause I wonder if it's like a direct, you know, if it's, if it's having to ping Alexa servers and then come back and then ping your um, Xbox through your local Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. or if it has to like, who knows what? I don't know what it's doing. I'm, the lag is something that concerns me a little bit. Yeah, but I guess we'll just have to see. Well, especially for like, if the lag would be would be, so there is a noticeable lag if I pause it like sometimes now anyway. Yeah, um, and especially if I'm using Cortana versus like the hardwired like. Oh, Xbox definitely, and it's stuff, like, I guess so. that's my point. So like the difference between just using uh, like your Xbox commands, Xbox yeah. turn on or whatever, those are all like hardwired into the console. Yep. Whereas Cortana has to decipher what you say, mm-hmm. ping the server, and then it comes back with like, oh, it's trying to do. You're trying to do this. Right. So there's a. a Big delay in Cortana, yeah, compared to just the Xbox commands, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what I wonder if the same kind of lag will be there, and maybe worse since it's an external device. Uh, whenever you're using something like Alexa, it's possible. It's just, it's just a theory. I don't know with, yet. With my Alexa, like the lamp, like whenever I turn on and off the lamp, it's fairly fairly quick, and it does the same thing. Where like, oh, it goes because if the internet's off, like yeah. or whatever, it's it Alexa doesn't doesn't work. Just doesn't turn on and off that lamp. Yeah, like. You just don't. Um, and so, yeah, so like, but it's pr- fairly instantaneous uh, most of the time. I mean, and then as far as like the Xbox goes, it just, I would imagine it would just depend on like, oh, how, how is it listening for those right. commands? Well, because well. like, the other thing that concerns me is like, they say like uh, Alexa uh, basically syncs with Cortana. So mm-hmm. like, okay. Is it? Yeah. You tell Alexa something. Alexa yeah. pings the server. It comes back. They tell your Xbox, but then Cortana has to ping the server. Yeah. And then it does what you want it to. Yeah. Is it like? like is it like Alexa? Uh, Alexa tells Cortana, and then Cortana tells your Xbox. You yeah, know, it's yeah, like it's just like what? Like, what in kind the of a world? Yeah. What kind of a you know the the exercise of like the whisper chain where it's like do this. Yeah, know, yeah. Like, you know, this, and then it just gets massively messed up down the line. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that could happen on the way to your Xbox. Obviously, like it won't be. Um, Nothing is as, as interesting as just pressing the buttons to like record Definitely. that or whatever. Right. Um, but for pausing and whatever, I feel like it might be might be just as fast, if not faster. So yeah, yeah. I also really like to uh, um, basically just like now, I, I, if I can just not pick up my controller unless I'm playing a game. Yeah, like 
I'm cool with it. It's frustrating sometimes with YouTube. Uh, you can't like go left and right with your voice commands mm. or whatever on like if you're going on the YouTube app on the Xbox like back can and forth. Can you not do Xbox Select? I don't think you can anymore. I think like whenever they discontinue Connect, like people like the updates, the whoever like Google has stopped caring to integrate that into their YouTube app for uh, for the Xbox. Well, that, so that's a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. Um, most of the other things still well, will they're, do. They're going to have to ring it back now. That exactly. Alexa's is there. That's what I'm hoping. Is like now that this thing is oh this thing is more of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the thing that somebody said years ago, and I was like, ha, that's that's not a thing that's gonna gonna happen. Um, I forgot who said it, but somebody was like, I can't imagine, you know, twenty years from now not being able to talk to basically every device in my house. Oh yeah. And like at this point, I'm sitting here going, yeah, you totally. This is this is the world I live in. I want to talk to every device in my yeah. house. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, honestly, like, you know, I, I don't know if it was the, if it was this podcast or if it was just like conversation I was having, but like, I mean. You think about ten years ago, there like there wasn't even like an iPhone, or it was the ten years, you know, ten year anniversary. What was it last year? Last year, yeah. So think about the the amount of um, the technology that has happened since then. And yeah. think about ten years from now, I totally think, yeah, like everything's number one. Our virtual assistants are going to be way better. Yeah. Um, and uh, number two, the internet's going to be a lot faster. Yeah. I mean, it's already like think about back then. Um. I don't. Even, I think I don't even know three G was a thing back then. No, I mean three G was a thing. Not after, the first iPhone. Not for the first iPhone. It was like the second iPhone or third iPhone or something right. like that. Uh, and and so like I I totally think you know in ten years we're gonna be talking to everything, man. Yeah. You'll probably be starting your car by talking to it. I mean, I think you can already do some of that stuff because like if you uh, if you have like a smart car or something like that, like it'll like, hey Alexa start my car. Yeah, or you like your car. <laughs> so a Tesla, like if you get the key close to your car, oh, or, like yeah. get the whatever, it'll like right. it'll like turn on and like be ready. Right. Because it's an electric car; it doesn't have to do anything. Right. It's just you know it senses that you're close. That's different though. That, that's yeah. not that's not like voice commands, right? Like but I mean, just in general, like that that seems used like ridiculously used. Like if I walked around my house and my lights sensed that I was there and like literally just turned on and off the lights as like I walked around, where it's like yeah. I'm never in darkness, you know, or whatever. Like I feel like that'd be amazing. Oh yeah, I mean it'd be funny. Like you know, it makes it sound like I have a mansion though. I've been by watching. The way. Through, I've mentioned before. I've been watching through uh, Star Trek Voyager. You yeah, know, and like they can be like you know, computer, tell me where the location of Ensign Sims or something like that. Yeah. And then they'll tell, like, I could totally be like, hey, uh, where is Boomer? <laughs> and it's like, your cat is in your bedroom or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That'd be awesome. It would be crazy. I'd and love it. also, lots of people are probably getting real scared right now of like the, the robots taking over. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm in, man. No, I'm, it's fine. I, th- I th- think it's okay. I also like in playing through a Horizon Zero Dawn, like that game as well. Like there's these these moments where you like get audio tapes from like way back, you know, back in history or the, the old ones is what what they call them in the game. The old ones, <laughs> yeah. Where it's like we are the old ones. Good lord. Anyway, uh, I love I love it. It's so good. But anyway, the uh, things like that will happen. Was like oh, we, you know, some people were like okay with the uh, you know convince themselves that the robots were serving them, and I'm like that's me. <laughs> I'm convincing myself that these things are, are making my life easier, so it's good. Um, anyway, Chris. Yes. That is the news. Again, we're listening to the soundtrack for uh, 
Why are we listening to Spider-Man? We're listening to Bastion, Chris. We'll listen to Spider-Man next week when we give this our full review. I don't think we're going to be able to review this next week. It's a very large game. Yeah. What percentage are you at right now? 14. Really? Yeah. Are you doing collect? Okay, so here you go. Hang on. Rewind. Yeah. First impressions yeah. of Spider-Man PS4. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. Go. Love this game. It's phenomenal. It, it uh, looks beautiful, and I like. I uh, I don't know why this game specifically um, is impressing me with the HDR, but mm. it is. Um, especially like during sunset and nighttime, mm. the sky yeah. looks freaking amazing. Yeah, um, they got and, a good sky. And the, just the like the even the, you know the the shadow the way shadows work and the way that they like just silhouette uh, Spider Man against the sky is so good. Lens flares like 4K HDR. I mean, play it with like I mean, if you can get your hands on a PS4 Pro, play it within that. It's like so good. I do not have a 4K television, don't have a PS4 Pro, but dude, this game is gorgeous. Yeah, it's great. And the thing I love about like just immediately with with this game specifically is like as as it you go deeper and deeper into the game, time of day changes. Yeah. And like every single time it changes to a new time of day, um, as the story progresses or as as things happen, it's not necessarily dynamic uh change. It's not like it's just happening. Um but every single time that happens. I'm amazed by the new time of day and how yeah. gorgeous everything looks in the new lighting. Yeah. And so like that's fascinating to me where it's like holy cow this is not only did you make a world that looks good in, you know, the noon, but you made a game that looks really good in night. And in like oh now it's the sun sort of setting, the sun sort of rising now or like what like there's there's numerous times where it's like reset the time of the world like some time has passed after this mission that i did and it's like holy cow this looks like a completely different place yeah the one thing i like i will say is i almost wish this had dynamic uh yeah um time of day and i understand why it doesn't Mm -hmm. because of the narrative the way the narrative works but like um i think there was one either that or they need to like not make the side missions have specific times of day i have noticed that like where i'll be in the daytime yeah. and i'll go and do like a uh, a side mission that had popped up like you know earlier in the game whenever yeah. i was i was it was nighttime right it had popped up at that point well, no. and no. then all of a is sudden it, the, it changes is it, back is it to like central rewind. park mm, there's a couple of them that do this so like, uh, like where the, it rolls that back one, to night that one did it like it moved to night like i whenever i did the side mission it was it was moved to night before it actually hit that in the game and then i went back to the interesting the sunset like, fascinating it was just i don't know it kind of pulls you out pulls you out of the immersion i will say like the way i've been playing this game has been f- interesting for me like and as far as like open world games go yeah. um i typically like oh i'm gonna mainline until i like open up the world and then i'm gonna do like a, a couple side missions and then like as soon as i get bored with the side missions i'm gonna mainline again and go back at it right and that's generally how I play all open world games. Like every open world game is typically that, where it's like there's some conglomeration of like, okay, I'm gonna do side missions until I'm bored with side missions, and then I'm gonna main line until I'm bored with the main line. Yeah. Then I'm a side mission until you know. But this game, I have found myself just doing loops around the city. Oh yeah. Where I, it's like, oh, let me do all the collectibles. Literally every single backpack I I got immediately. Yeah. Um, I think it's because like this game, like so much of this game 
revolves around traversal. Yeah. And um and, and traversal is so so much fun. Like yes. you think about something even Red Dead where it's yeah, it's fun to ride a horse, but mm-hmm. like sometimes you just want to get there. Yeah. Um but like and the fact that like I think it's the other, the way that they introduce the side quests as well, like they kind of like introduce them one at a time. Yeah. And so like it'll it but it layers the whole map with like, okay, here's your backpacks. Mm-hmm. All right. Now here are the crimes. Yep. All right, now here are your uh locations. And then and it just keeps going. Yep. And so like even if you clear them even if I mean I haven't done this, but even if you clear the map all the way. Oh, I totally have. <laughs> then then the map gets filled up again. You gotta go around oh, yeah. the city again. Like and, it, but like none of that feels frustrating. Um, but what I, I tend to do is like, what I've kind of been doing is like, um, as soon as, uh, like I just, I, I choose a, p- a spot I want to go or something I want to do yeah. and I just hit everything along the way. On I your can. way there. Nice. Yeah. I mean, one, like the only thing I went through and did like all the way the first time was like opening up the map. Cause yeah. you have to basically do open up the map on your own. Um, <laughs> which was hilarious. Burrow by burrow. I love, I love the fact that like. That's a thing. Like they, they introduce this, like oh the the mini map, and they make it like kind of a narrative point yeah. that like why you yeah. have this mini map. It's not just like kind of kind of arbitrary, which I liked. It also was very simple to do this, but it really like introduced me to the traversal mechanics yeah. in such a way that like I was like. I'm learning this because the first mission, like whenever they kind of throw you into the first mission, I'm not going to lie. I was terrible at, we- at, yeah, yeah, at web slinging. I was too. I was really bad. Yeah. And, uh, and then, so after that it was like, okay, well let me just go on, unlock the map and get all the backpacks. And I did that. And by the time I was done with that, I was an expert at web slinging. Yeah. And that's what I love about the game is like, it's doing a great job of like teaching you things or forcing you to figure them out. But it, it never feels frustrating. Yeah. Um, it never punishes you. It um, makes you uh, use the mechanics, though. Like, yeah. and even like through the combat in the first few missions, um, there it's teaching you things. And then, like, once you get to the point where you can like do some upgrades, like, oh wow, everything's easier now. Like, yeah. But it's it's easier because the upgrades are cool, but because you've now learned like the base mechanics of mm-hmm. the game, and so now you can like. Man, I can like flip across rooftops and like land exactly where I want to land now. Yeah, and it feels like number one is super fun. Number two, it feels like you've accomplished something. Like you actually, yeah, like it's it's a skill. Mm-hmm. Like you learned how to do this. What's funny uh, about the combat? You mentioned the combat. Like that's a similar way. It has a very Arkham Batman esque combat system, but at the same time, like. I do like the way that they reveal the the intricacies of this combat system better than the Arkham games. Yeah. In that, like, you, I have the basics of the, you know, there's a three-button kind of a basic thing where it's like, oh, I'm going to uh, uh, zip over the zip line over to that other person or I'm going to just, you know, lay the beat down on this person or I'm going to uh, defend, like, uh, dodge. And so, like, that layers on with... Whenever you get an upgrade, it's like, oh, now do this button combination, and now do this button combination. Whereas with like the the Arkham games, so many times it felt like I had to go into the moves list and literally just like study it and go like, whoa, that's one that I've never done before and never had a tutorial on or whatever. Whereas this one, I don't even watch the tutorials for these things because as I unlock them, it just kind of it's like layering on top yeah. of this knowledge, these like very basic p- combat mechanics from the early yeah. stages that like, Oh, I can just now incorporate this new move into my, yeah. my repertoire. I mean, number one, I, I mean the, 
it's because it's simpler. Like yeah. the Batman games, uh, the Arkham games are a lot more brawler fighter based. And so like yeah. there are pretty complicated move sets there where like you have to build on these other moves yeah. to do this move, you yeah. know, or something like that. It's or like, this oh, finisher. It integrates these triggers and integrates like, you know, these complex, more more yeah. complex where, combinations. Whereas most of um most of Spider-Man's moveset can be done independently of the other moves. Yeah. You that don't makes have sense. to kick this person and punch him to do this other thing. You know Very what I mean? True. You can just pull the gun out of his hand just by doing this. Yeah. You know, or something like that. And so like it's simpler, but like I like the approach to it and I like the variety that I feel like it feels more varied, like, you know, uh, even with its extensive moveset, uh, Batman at its core is still just a, a beat-em-up uh, brawler. Right. And whereas, like, if you just if you try to just punch people with Spider-Man, you're going to end up, like, it's again, this game is all about movement. You have to keep moving. If you, like, are just sitting there trying to beat up on somebody, you're going to get shot in the back or you're going to get, yeah. you know, like, someone else coming up and just, like, smack you right in the back of the head. And uh, so you have to keep moving, and I love the way that the web plays into that, where you're like yeah. zipping over to people all the time, where you can you know grab them and throw them around. Like mm-hmm. just the movement is the key to this game. Yeah, and I also like I've never gotten frustrated with a camera, so like that's uh, another thing. Like that in in games where combat like this happens, like where you're flying around all over the place, it's like it's easy to get lost. Yeah, um, and I don't think I've ever really gotten completely lost before. Yeah, like I don't think uh, you know the only times I got lost in the Arkham games as if we were in like a really closed like environment. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't experienced those yet really yeah. like with Spider-Man, like they've designed even these levels that are indoors. They're really wide spaces mm-hmm. unless you're crawling through like a, a vent shaft or something like that. Um, which is pretty cool. Like, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I mean, like I don't have any complaints about in that department. No. Um, and that's the thing like about this game that like shines for me is like, okay, the only the only real criticisms I have are off the bat were, were kind of like the open world doesn't feel quite as real as as other open worlds have in the past. But then again, that's not really what I was looking for from this game. I mean, and it's like whenever I judge this against... What do you, ins- like, like, and my question is like, what does that really even mean? I mean, that's true. I mean, I guess it's like whenever I encounter people on the, on the streets or whatever, it's like, well, largely you can't really interact very much with them, except in very specific circumstances where the awesomeness happens, where you can actually high five them. Yeah. Which is, I mean, this is the thing. Like, I mean, I've seen that criticism like just online. I feel like this, I don't feel like, I feel like it's a non-issue. I feel like people are like grasping for something to complain about because you think about like, you know, Zelda, um, number one, yeah, you can talk to everybody, but there's a lot less people. Yeah, and you're like, largely alone for the majority of that. Yeah, and I like and this feels like honestly the city this city feels more alive than any other open world game that I played. And maybe Red Dead 2 might like put that to shame, but like uh Arkham for instance, all yeah. the Arkham games you know, like you can't interact with most of those people there. Well, Arkham, thugs, it's, yeah, they're either know? enemies or they're or you're they're not. You know, yeah. that's like there's nobody there that you can really. I, I love the fact that like you know, hey, you can just be down on the street and somebody randomly pulls a gun on you. Like, yeah. there's just like you know stuff like that. I, I love the the way that they've incorporated kind of like the social feed that talks about things that you've just done. Yeah, it's super fun. Um, like the city feels alive to me. Um, it doesn't feel dead. You know what I mean? True. Like it's, which is. 
It doesn't know, feel different, it, that's different from a lot of other games. Like I think about their other like Insomniac's last game with Sunset Overdrive. It's like oh, that's a post-apocalyptic thing, and so it's like it's like clearly this is a vacant city like right. where the survivors are either enemies or they're like you know just you're getting missions from them. Right. And this feels more than that. It's just I guess the. I think what it comes down to is that like at any given time, there's not a whole, like an overwhelming amount to do where it's like, Oh, it's not like that person to go to up there. And then you encounter missions on the way. It's like there are collectibles and then there are, you know, side missions. Like it's all very tunneled down to like these, these moments of like, Oh, it's either you're collecting things or you're doing a side mission or a main mission. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's the way I'm playing it, but I've never had a lack of things to do. Like there's either always something popping up on my mini map, somebody to go help or there's always like a backpack pinging on my um, GPS, or like I mean I've there there or something else to take a picture of, or you know whatever. Like I haven't had a point where I'm like, well, there's nothing to do over here. You mm-hmm. know, like I literally have not experienced that at this point. Um, but again, I haven't been going and clearing out everything. I was yeah. just kind of like doing it as I traverse across the environment because yeah, honestly, like there's so much to do um, as you're going to the next point or the next side mission. Or the next main mission. Right. It's also possible, like, I mean, I'm not sure how far I am through this story, per se, but I am 46% completed on the game. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, as this has chipped away, like, it's been like, there's there's more and more times of just like, well, I literally just have to go from point A to point B, like, way across the city, and then, like, you know, let's roll. And yeah. it's fun to do that, because, again, it's like the traversal is fantastic. Like, it's, yeah. it's literally just like... It's the main thing that you're doing, but it's also one of the most fun things that you're doing, yeah. and uh, and so like you know it's 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 not it's almost like a non-complaint. Like it's like oh this is this could be a little bit better, but I also realize I've never had a time where I'm not having fun. Yeah, like that's the thing is like I never have experienced a moment where like this is not enjoyable. Well, Ellen, the thing is like I don't you know like if this game wasn't made for you to spend a lot of time down at street level anyway. Like yeah. they want you you know, swinging around. Yeah. Um, and like the things that do feel like, you know, whenever I'm swinging around and I come down and like, and I'm swinging real low and the, you know, the cars are honking at me and people are yelling at me like, Hey Spidey and all that kind of stuff. And like, that feels awesome. Like that, I mean, super cool. Like I, you know, I don't yeah. know. I just haven't reached the point yet where that's happened. Yeah. You know, like where I've been bored with the city or something like that. I'm mean, bored is probably the wrong word. Cause again, like traversal is always what you do. Like that's the most, yeah. it's the most fun thing. So yeah, why Again, not? like that's the that's the crux of this game in mm-hmm. in terms of you know like the gameplay loop is all about going somewhere. Yeah. The you know combat is all about movement. Um, even so, like the story is about movement in some sense without yeah. getting like super deep. But you know, um, yeah. Dude, I'm so like I'm excited to uh to actually like dig into a review eventually. I know. At some point. Um. And uh, and talk about the the story of the game, but yeah. uh, but needless to say, I also really enjoy that oh, aspect yeah. of it as well. Yeah, this is definitely like if you can pick it up, pick it up, play it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably it's one of my favorite games. I, I love again, I love Sunset Overdrive, and I like I I needed to figure out like what is it about these two games? What is it about Insomniac and the way that they make games that makes me love them yeah. so much? But like this is my favorite game in uh, like a long time, probably since Destiny One. Hmm. I love it. It's my favorite game since God of War. I'll say this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nice. Um, all right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about next week, but uh, I'm not going to promise anything uh, <laughs> movie-wise. 
Um, hopefully, uh, next time we review something, we will actually review it. Um, you can find us online at standtargetpodcast.com on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And always online at standtargetpodcast.com. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.